podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mark Jordan, and week one of the books. Um, I hope everybody's got a win. For me, it was five wins out of seven, so not not the best, not the worst. Um, there was a couple of really, really close matchups as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, maybe I'm lucky not to get six wins, but also potentially lucky to get five. Um, probably should have been four out of the seven. But, uh, yeah, we got there. We got there. Injuries, uh, resting, all this sort of stuff um, in quite a few leagues. Um, I've got some sort of combination of um, Jalen Brown, Bradley Beal, and Drew Holiday. And between those guys, I was lucky to get two games. So um, a little bit tough. But, look, bigger and better things. Um, There's plays that we, I think all of us, probably drafted um, that – are now on the waivers and players that we didn't draft that are now in our team. So that's that's what we're here for. That's what the waiver wire uh, podcast is here for. And um, in addition to that, this week I wanted to talk about some potential uh, rage trades and some people that you may be looking to to get rid of. Where I I think that not all of them, um, but I think the majority of them are obviously going to bounce back. So uh, maybe we'll start on that point. So the the main ones here that I think are, are absolutely worth talking about, Thad Young is probably the top one. I have a, had a lot of people message me and say, hey, what are we going to do about Thad Young? Um, he's not in the rotation. I think he's played nine minutes out of the three games. He was drafted ADP of 103 on ESPN, and he just and, – and I think he was going um, before the, most of the drafts um, – at around 90, which is just ridiculous. I was never high on him. I didn't know why people were high on him. Um, I do think it was in part because he had a really good season with, um, I think it was Chicago last year, um, where he was able to kind of get some uncharacteristic assists. He was obviously, he's always been able to stretch the floor and be able to um, get a couple of steals and the the cheeky block. Um, but he's old. He's old and San Antonio are in a ridiculous rebuild. So it, I, I suppose hindsight's a lovely thing, but logic suggests, hey, he's not going to be in that rotation, and he's not. Um, so if you still got him, I wouldn't be waiting uh, for anything to change because he's not in the rotation. So you're probably free to drop him um, in, in pretty much every single league. Let me have a quick look to see how, what owners... So he's still owned in over half of the leagues. So that is... Fifty-seven percent too many, and I think that he's. I think he's going to hit the pine. Marvin Bagley, um, really disappointing one. This one, um, I again, I'll be honest. I wasn't high on him, but not from an output standpoint, and not from a rotational standpoint. I just don't trust his health, and that's the reason why I didn't get him. Uh, but I absolutely understand why people did get him. He's a talented guy. He's still a young guy um, on a team that you think would be wanting to play him minutes. Instead, they're playing Tristan Thompson and Mo Harkless. And there is obviously something else going on. There is no reason why you'd be playing those guys over Bagley. But at an ADP of 122, yeah, you're towards the back end of the draft. Yeah, a lot of people thought that they were going to get some steals there and some sleepers. But it's disappointing to say the least. I, I think a trade is coming. I don't think that anybody should still hold on to him. Uh, whereas 47% of league zone, I, I think he's probably somebody that you can let go. Um, I just don't see a point where he is going to um, 
break the rotation on a regular basis. Um, if he gets traded, definitely pick him up. But until that point, I think that he is somebody that you can probably let go. Draymond Green. Um, he Overall, I think he's been okay. Um, where I think managers, and to be fair, where he gets a lot of his value is the combination of obviously the assists, the boards, or getting close to a triple-double. Um as well as getting one and a half steals, one and a half blocks. So far this season, he has not done that. I don't think he's got a block. I think he's maybe got two steals in three games, and maybe that's coming. But there is also an element of he's he's getting old. He's not as quick as he used to be, and yeah, he's going to get himself into spots, and yeah, he's still a tenacious defender, but is he going to hit that value? Um I would like to think that he is going to hit that value. He was drafted at an ADP of 54. Um, if you've got him, I wouldn't be selling him cheap. I wouldn't be getting rid of him cheap. Um, I certainly wouldn't be dropping. But if you, on the flip side, if you are a Draymond Green fan and you are building a team that that needs assists, maybe you should target him. Maybe you should lowball him um, and see if you can get him cheap. So Draymond Green is definitely somebody I think is going to bounce back. Bam Adebayo, um, I love Bam. I was a little hesitant coming into the year because obviously they've got uh, Jimmy Butler, who's a ball-dominant guy um, and can distribute. Brought in Kyle Lowry. They've still got the rest of their team. And the biggest concern I had was Bam is, yeah, he's going to get his 10 rebounds a night. He's going to get himself close to... 20 points a night on good percentages from both the field and from the line. But last year, he didn't take the leap that I was hoping and that many of us were hoping in the defensive end. Um, he was still floating around the 0. 0.8, 0. 0.9 steals, 0. 0.8, 0. 0.9 blocks, um, where he's obviously a really good defender, but that hasn't translated into the 1.5s um, steals and blocks. And the concern that I had coming into this year was, hey, if he didn't make the leap last year, is he going to make the leap this year? Plus, they've got a uh, another ball handler in Kyle Lowry, so is he going to get his assist? And we have seen nights where he's had, I think he's had a night of four or, um, well, he's had a night of three and he's had a night of one, um, but he's also had five turnovers and three turnovers in those two nights as well. There is... Definitely cause for concern here. If he doesn't increase his assists and he doesn't increase his defensive numbers, then his ADP of 27 is going to be ridiculously high. He will probably struggle to crack the top 50 unless he can increase in some other areas. So otherwise, he's no different to a Valanchunas or to a... Oh, better version of Stephen Adams, but the Stephen Adams is passing the ball more than he is. Um, Mason Plumley passing the ball more than he is. Um, they they lack there on the the points, but yeah, Bam. Obviously, we're in the two games in, so we can't be too harsh. Um, we can't all of a sudden think Bam sucks. Bam needs to be off my team. He's still got value, but he really does need to get some assists going or the defensive stats going, or both. Um, 
Otherwise, yeah, he's going to be a tough person to to get that value and then to potentially trade on as well. But also, yeah, he's definitely somebody that you could float a low ball offer into into their owner and see, hey, if they got him because they needed some assists, maybe float some assists their way. Um, Kemba Walker is he was a he was had an ADP of um, of eighty nine going into the season. Um, I thought that that was probably fifty spots too high. Um, I did think it was to do with health. But he has not been great. Um, what's he? He's averaged. He played thirty six minutes on opening night, and then did had twenty two minutes and nineteen minutes, and has had ten points, eleven points, and ten points, three, one, and three on the assist side. That is pretty poor. Um, I don't really know what you can do about Kemba. You can't drop him. Um, I mean, you could drop him, but I wouldn't suggest dropping him unless there was somebody to pick up or unless you're in a really shallow league. I think you kind of just got to wait. Um, You just got to wait it out and see if Kemba gets back into his groove, which I think he will. I think he will get closer to a 16, 17, 18 point um, average for the year with five assists, but it's not a hot start. And again, it is somebody that if you're in a, a league with some rookies, Maybe somebody that you want to, I don't know, float a, a hot waiver wire, uh, pick up across to them. Somebody who, oh, maybe you could get Canberra and somebody for a Duarte or a, I don't know, Terrence Mann's been pretty poor, but maybe somebody like him or, a, yeah, Desmond Bain or something. Um, and then finally, on the uh, rage and the fury and the frustration list, which is not a very good name. I've got to think of a better name for that for next week, is um, it's Chris Boucher. So for those people who have listened to this podcast before and have followed me over over the last year or so, Chris Boucher is... Chris Boucher was my guy last year. I absolutely loved Boucher. He was always flirting with a seven-block night with seven triples, and he just never got the minutes. And there was... Always a thought that if he gets 25, 30 minutes a night, then Boucher is going to be a weapon. And I think a lot of people drafted him on that for uh, the going into this year. He had an ADP of 90, um, which is fine. But Nick Nurse has just not been playing him any sort of minutes. He's been playing... Fred, uh, not Freddie Gillespie, he's been playing Precious Achiwa and Ken Birch. Big minutes, he said that he wants to split those two with minutes at the center um, and give, I suppose, the majority of the minutes to whichever one's a better matchup. Um, and he's been playing Chris Boucher exclusively at the four slot, which would be fine if he was getting minutes, but he's not even getting minutes at the four slot. 18, 20, and 8 minutes. Um he got zero points last game in eight minutes. Plus, you couple that with um, with Pascal Siakam coming back, and it doesn't bode well if you're a Chris Boucher owner. I, you can't drop him because he's way too talented, and he is very, very good for fantasy basketball. But I think that you got to look to trade him. I just don't see a way that even 
in a depleted team where Nick Nurse really should be giving him minutes and has got really no excuses not to be giving him minutes, he's not. He's giving it to Precious. He's giving it to Ken Birch. I like Precious. I don't... Ken Birch, I've kind of gone off a bit. I don't I don't think he's really all that great. Um, but they're better defenders. They're, they're actual defenders as opposed to um, stat chasers, which Boucher is. And I think that's the reason why Nick Nurse is not playing him. Um, and if you're a Chris Boucher owner, I would look to move away from him because he, he probably still has a little bit of value. Um, but a couple more games like this and you're going to be pulling your hair out and tossing up whether you drop him or whether you stick with him and it could hurt. So, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I, I don't see a path to minutes for him. Um, not right now. It's just too tough. But on that really disappointing note, let's move across to the, uh, onto the wafer wire. So there was, a couple of people I mentioned last week who um, who took off and were flying and have been picked up in a lot of places. There were a couple of people I did mention the likes of Terrence Mann. Um, I do think that he's still worth keeping an eye on because he's still playing big minutes and he will get his shot going. Um, but until he does, you want to make sure that you're going to maximize these waivers. So we're better off going with somebody who we have a little bit more faith in right now, somebody who we understand is probably going to get us the outputs that we need this week as opposed to a longer-term prospect, which um, Terrence Mann might be. But the first one is somebody I spoke about in the in the off-season, somebody who I did a TikTok about and who I absolutely pumped up in my rookies pod is Chris Duarte. Chris Duarte is the beneficiary of um, injuries to a lot of um, Indiana players. And I think until Karis LeVert or TJ Warren come back, Chris Duarte is definitely a must-own guy. Um, he's still only 33.9% owned on ESPN. And I don't know why. Um, he's so far this season, he has averaged 20.3 points. This is it in three outings. 20.3 points, 4.7 rebounds, 2.3 assists, and a steal with 1.3 turnovers. He is only shooting at 40% from the field, but he hasn't missed a shot at the line yet. He's 24. He's a mature age rookie. He's not going to win the rookie of the year, but my God, he needs to be owned right now because Indiana played four games this week. They are playing some really good basketball, and he is starting and getting 39 minutes, nearly 40 minutes a night. And that is just a recipe for fantasy goodness. Um, I think you've just got to run and pick him up off the waivers if he is available because he shouldn't be. Um, second guy on this list is... Maybe I'll, I'll skip over this guy um, and come back to him. So the next one I've got is Will Barton. Will Barton is 26.9% owned. Again, Denver have got four games this week. And Will Barton, probably three or four years ago, was a last-round guy that you could get in every single draft, and he just produced. He just put up decent numbers. He is a forward who passes the ball really nicely, um, decent on the defensive end, and he's 
been really, really good to start the year in the absence of Jamal Murray. He has picked up the point guard duties um, somewhat. Um, Monte Morris has been poor. Um, Campazo has been poor. Um, I don't even know if Marcus Howard's got a minute yet, but Will Barton has been really, really solid. 16 points, 5.5 assists, um, 6.5 rebounds, three triples, 48% from the field, and there's not much more you need to say about that. They play four games this week. He should be owned. Um, He is a really strong basketballer when fit, and he has struggled to get fit for um, the majority of the last three years. So 26.9% owned, just over a quarter of leagues own Will Barton. If you've got somebody that you're willing to drop, I'd be looking at Barton as well as uh, Duarte. Those are the two guys who I think are definitely worth um, a piece this season, at least for the early part of the season anyway, up until Christmas. Um, Third on the list is my guy. It is DeAnthony Melton, um, 15.7% owned. Memphis do only play three games this week, but some positive news for um, DeAnthony Melton is he's finally got a a couple of steals under his belt. He has been playing really well in the absence of Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is going to come back in the next couple of weeks, but for right now, DeAnthony Melton and the next guy I've got, Desmond Bain, are worth absolutely owning. Decent percentages for Melton. Um, he's getting you decent triples. He's getting you a couple of assists, and before that, he wasn't getting you any steals, but we know that DeAnthony Melton is a defensive guy, Um and today he got you three. He got you three steals, which takes his average to the year to one. A couple more in his next outing, and you're reaching up to one point three, one point four, one point five, which is where we're expecting him to be. So, DeAnthony Melton, Memphis do only play three games this week, but and they do have the first two days off. So if you want to go with somebody else first, maybe playing the doubleheader and then roll into a DeAnthony Melton or the next guy I've got coming up, Desmond Bain, um, maybe that's not a bad option as well. So Desmond Bain, as I mentioned. Memphis play three games. Desmond Baines owning 13.7% of leagues. And I mean, he's probably been played playing better than DeAnthony Melton, to be fair. Um 30 minutes a night, averaging 20 points, uh, 4.5 boards, 2.5 assists, uh, a steal. Um yeah, he, he's He's playing really good. He's a really good defender as well. I didn't see him too much of him last year, but he's a really good defender. So I would love it if Memphis shipped away Dylan Brooks and just kept Desmond Bain and DeAnthony Melton because I think both of those guys are definitely worth a look in if you've got a spare guard spot um, and you want to get somebody for the next couple of weeks while the minutes are still high. Um, Yeah, either Desmond Bain or DeAnthony Melton. Couldn't argue with either. And then finally, for the... Last of the waivers, we've got a guy who I mentioned before, Precious Achiwa. Um, 6.5% owned in ESPN leagues. He is playing 26 minutes a night. Sometimes that is going to drop down. He might only play 20 minutes a night and Birch will play the other um, 28. But Precious is somebody that you need to have if you need some rebounds and he's uh, power forward eligible. So you're not going to take out one of the center slots as well because I know a lot of leagues have got max center slots. So he is, yeah, he, he's got the trust of the coach. He's averaging 10 um, 
points and nearly 12 rebounds. He going to get you a steal a night, doesn't turn the ball over. Um, yeah, he's, he's definitely somebody that you should be looking at. If you've got, if you're, if you've got a team that you're struggling to win boards, but you've got your max center slots and you don't know who to grab, Precious is the guy that you want to grab because he could go for 15 a night. Um, with a low side of eight. So I think that he is definitely somebody worth monitoring this week. Uh, I think they've got four games as well. So he's definitely somebody that you want to put onto your radar to pick up because, yeah, he's going to get the minutes and minutes, as we know, equate to fantasy value. So um, Chris Duarte, Will Barton, De'Anthony Melton, Desmond Bain, Precious Achiwa, those are the five guys that I'm recommending this week for the waiver wire. Um, or to grab off the waiver wire, feel free to drop Marvin Bagley. Feel free to drop um, Thad Young if you've got them. Those guys who are just you've been holding on to for a little bit, we've seen enough out of these other guys to warrant spots. So feel free to make the call. Um, go big or go home. You want to make sure that if you lose a week or you win a week that you've got your destiny in your hand. So make those calls. Um, otherwise, Again, join me on Insta, join me on TikTok, join me on Twitter. Uh, if you're new here, please click the button and subscribe. But otherwise, yeah, don't forget to rate and subscribe. See you next time.